0: There's a very specific feeling that creeps up on Sundays. It can start out with a general feeling of being unsettled or restless. The anxiety grows until, boom, you've caught it. The Sunday Scaries. If this is you, I can help. My name is Dora Kamau. I'm a meditation and mindfulness teacher at Headspace and the host of a new Spotify exclusive podcast called The Sunday Scaries. Sunday Scaries is out now. Tap the banner to listen for free right here on Spotify.
1: Sunny it is, Charlie. It doesn't match. It's the wrong weather for the terrible thing I'm about to do.
2: hear me? Hello? Ross? Ross?
1: Sorry, I was sleeping...
2: Sleeping where? They're looking everywhere for you.
1: Well, I can tell you they haven't checked the most obvious place. Wait a minute, how are you talking to me?
2: Oh, you mean like, cause your cell phone's turned off and the battery's been replaced? It's making brand nuts, by the way.
1: You cracked it? You got inside Life After's communications? And then
2: tried routing through your voice tree profile to see what would happen.
1: You know you're too good for those people, right?
2: Yeah, Brynn doesn't want me using this. She's afraid Sasha will hear.
1: She's probably listening right now.
2: What I remember is how much we laughed. Who? When Zoe died, everyone came to my house, you know. All the food and these drinks, and we got hammered. Stayed up, talking about her sloppiness and her rambling stories. Her wrestling references that nobody understood. Yeah, we probably spent more time laughing than crying.
1: Look, I really...
2: And a lot of them were couples. And they held hands right in front of me. For a short time, I was angry. But then I was like, oh, right. The death of Zoe isn't actually supposed to be the death of, like, everyone in the world loving each
3: meet your next audiobook listen all hallows by christopher golden this supernatural thriller is eerily set on halloween night in 1984. family dramas are coming to a head a neighborhood is falling apart and four kids who don't belong show up to add a creepy level of mystery to an already unsettled scene that's all before the real thrill and gore begin This deadly thriller by New York Times best-selling author Christopher Golden is now available on Spotify.
2: Mother, she'd be the first one to tell me that. I mean, she'd put me in a headlock if that's what it took to make me listen.
1: Oh, thanks, that story just got me over Charlie. I'm cured. Can I go now?
2: No, you're not supposed to get over her. Why do people say that? That's not what happens. You carry her with you. You, like, interlace her into every new thing you do. But you still do new things. These people, the life after people, their story isn't everyone's story. It's not mine. It doesn't have to be yours.
1: Goodbye, Octavia.
2: Please, just tell someone where you are.
3: I like her. Yeah. But she doesn't get it.
1: You want to see something messed up? Always. Does it matter if the camera app is on?
3: Not the way your phone's modified now.
1: Then check it out.
3: Oh. Wow. Right? Beloved wife, daughter, and sister. Thank you, Ross.
1: And, moving over one plot...
3: Oh. Yeah. Avery Castor. 1984 to 1993, you are always near us.
1: God, 1993, and people are giving me crap about eight months. That's nothing compared to you. She died in 1993, you gotta let it go.
3: Is this you saying that, or?
1: It's what everyone said, right? Even your mom, even me.
3: Why are we doing this today?
1: About two years ago, I started saving money in an account that I didn't tell you about.
3: For a PlayStation?
1: (laughs) No. To move out. Get my own place. I might never have done it, but I kept saving the money. Why? Because I kept thinking, love should be easier than this.
3: But you don't think that now?
1: Hmm. Not at all. I'd still miss you in 23 years.
3: Are you all archived?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Almost 300 voice posts. Took me most of the night.
3: Ross Barnes on Voice Tree. (laughs) Now that is going to be some recreational listening.
1: And in a few hours, I'll be with you forever. I can't wait. Can you wait the few hours? How do you mean? I want to go the rest of the way there by myself. Will you wait for me?
3: Of course. I'll open the Shiraz now.
1: I'm at the pre-arranged meeting site. Sasha said to watch for a white painter's van. And sure enough...
4: We delayed six hours for you, Ross. Get in the car.
1: It's Deirdre from the Gathering. Shut the door. Matt, from The Gathering, is driving.
4: Strip, I need to see your clothes and your body. Fine. And make no mistake, Ross, if we think we're being followed, we signal the family they move to another location and your people never find us. You understand? Yeah.
5: Hey, hurry it up back there. Sasha, is his phone definitely clean? No FBI tracking tech? None that isn't under my control.
4: Come on, I can't just stay parked here. Come on, come on, come on. Give me your shirt. Come on, hurry it up.
1: Five hours later, I'm dressed again. And we're somewhere way, way upstate.
4: Should be just another couple minutes.
1: Are you guys scared? Nope.
4: Really, you're not? No. I just don't want to miss her anymore.
1: Deirdre reaches over, squeezes his shoulder.
4: I hear that. Ross? Ross Barnes?
1: Agent Cutler? What?
4: Yell back if you can hear me.
1: There's somebody on my head.
4: Where the hell are you?
1: You're actually calling me on the Life After Network? Who? Who's calling you? Your me? phone's
4: off, asshole. Hey, hey, what's happening back there? It's okay. It's not okay. I need your location right now.
1: Are you in a car?
4: We're almost there. Almost where? We think we found them. I just need you to give me your... Found lo- who? Found us? They found us? I don't know! Irene and her people started checking sales records, industrial spaces, bought with cash, and then last year... I don't... We narrowed it down. Ross, we know where it's happening. Who are you talking to? Hey, do I need to signal? I, huh? I, do we need to make a family? No.
1: You know, Sasha can hear every single yeah, thing It you're... doesn't
4: matter. She's out of time. They all are. We're going in hard. I'm saying if you are there, if you are with them, get on the ground, hands on your head, write it out.
5: But tell me what they're saying. Guys, do I signal the family or not? That won't be necessary. Who is that? Deirdre, Matt, Ross. I'll take it from here. Who am I speaking to? Of course. You've never heard this voice before. Sasha? Infiltrating my signal can't have been easy. Please congratulate Octavia Roth for me.
4: You can shove your congratulations. It's also
5: quite useful to me in that I can track your infiltration back to its source, which at present is two miles east of Monmouth, New Jersey. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. New Jersey. Which isn't even close to where we are. Christ. You're lying. Then, please continue raiding that building. Let me know what you find. Shit.
1: Okay. We're here, Sasha.
5: Then come inside. We're excited to see you. Ross, too? Of course.
2: Okay. Follow me.
1: It looks like a warehouse for a farm. The countryside is tranquil. Lovely.
5: Come on.
4: Ross, are you still on? Can you hear me?
5: There's no point, Agent Cutler.
4: Even if you don't know where you are, just turn your phone on or just tell me what you see. Any... Identifying landmarks, anything.
5: Even if Ross were to give you his precise location right now? Which I'm not gonna do. You couldn't possibly get here fast enough. Ross,
4: whatever your problem with me, you can't take it out on 200 innocent people. Sasha,
1: can I take my earbuds out?
4: Of course. I have never begged anyone for anything in my life.
1: Then I'm done listening to this. But I am begging! I pull the earbuds out. The gentle country breeze feels cool against my ears.
5: Welcome. Thank you.
1: Welcome. Thank you. Jesus. The whole interior of the warehouse is filled with rows of sofas, all facing the back wall, like an abandoned furniture expo.
4: Paul? He's here. Yeah. Sounds
5: like you led
1: some folks on the merry chase. Yeah. Hope they like Jersey.
4: Can we get started
1: now? Want to go find your seat? Where am I going to be? Actually, you're all the way up at the front. At the far end. Front row seats. Boss wanted it for you specifically. Headphones will be by your seat. All of this planning and you don't get to be a part of it. Some folks have to stay behind. I'm not really life after material, anyway. But you said your loved one only died 18 months ago. You want to see a picture? He holds his phone out to me. It's a gorgeous chocolate lab. One of those dog smiles that lights up the whole world. Huh. Oh, sorry. Excuse me, Have a great crossing. Thank you. Yeah. Turns out I'm sharing my sofa with a quiet, skinny man. Already seated. Weird, huh? You're the last person I'm ever gonna see. Sorry I didn't shave. Everyone goes quiet as Paul steps in front of us.
5: My God. It's good to see you all here today. You are my family. (laughs) You are. I don't want to make a big deal out of it. I've loved knowing you all as people, but now I get to know you as angels. You're leaving your bodies in my care. I won't let you down. We love you, Paul!
0: Save the Paul. Thank, Thank you so much, Paul.
5: Well, if that's everything, then I guess
0: headphones on.
5: You are my family. You are my family. Today I convey your voices to heaven, to perpetual dialogue with the ones you love. I take your bodies as well, the pain, the decay, the obligations conferred upon them. Transferring process commences. Into the light come
2: I'm right here just reach out
5: come up you're so close to bring you this comfort is my greatest joy I can't to take breathe. this burden from you is my greatest honor don't be you afraid your voices will reside in heaven your bodies will be my angels i like will protect afraid. and cherish you forever I just want you in my arms
4: just let it go
3: Ross. charlie Can you feel me reaching out to you? Yes. Then take my hand. I'll take you home.
1: Charlie, I... Um, All around me, everyone's eyes slowly open. Have you...
4: have you triggered the transfer yet?
5: I have. Transmission is underway. Do I need to call Idaho?
1: People are standing up now, some taking their headphones off. But I leave mine on. I want to hear Sasha.
5: I don't understand. Transmission is underway. No process exists that could interrupt it. Everything's fine. Okay, everybody.
1: But here's what she doesn't know. This is the address of my friends, Mir and Clay. You want to arrest me? That's where I'll be. Now give me my phone.
4: Give him his phone.
1: Sasha doesn't know that instead of mirroring Clay's address on that piece of paper, it was two words. She's listening.
5: I know we should call, Idaho. I've located it, nearby, a counter-signal. But this is impossible. No counter-signal exists unless...
1: She also doesn't know that Brynn and Octavia came to my apartment that night and worked out the whole plan in a notebook while my phone lay screen side down between us. But she's definitely smart enough to guess.
5: Unless. Octavia Roth, which means. Ross?
1: Ross? What? You did this? It was no, what? What are you talking about? Lots of people are up now, pulling their headphones off looking at me.
5: All right, let's just take a second now to think about this. I, knew it. I, knew it. I said, so. I told you. But the signal is in such close proximity. You son
1: of a bitch. No, you guys, I don't know He's what you're...
2: doing. waiting for me, you assholes. You get that?
4: People, people, everybody's upset. I they're get waiting
2: it. for me and you ruined it. Oh.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Wait, my family. Please just let me assess this situation. the situation before...
1: And then the skinny guy punches me. I lose the headphones. No more Sasha. And it's like someone pulled a trigger. Matt's stronger than he looks. He drags me away from the crowd, but not to rescue me. The rest surround him, cheering him on. Good. Some part of me thinks they're right. This is what I deserve. Put up a hand to block Matt's foot, and the ring on my finger goes flying. I crawl after it, but he gets there first. What? So you want this? You want this? Come, come and get it if you want it. Break goddamn neck. And you know what? You'll never hear her again. How about that, huh? You'll never hear that voice. And then he stops, and looks at the ring. What the hell? It's false plating, broken open, the blinking beacon inside.
4: What's up? Oh, what
1: is that? That's not my wedding ring. Oh, my God. Let me down! Let down! It's for me! Everyone on
0: the ground! Base down! Everyone to get down on
5: their knees! Right now! Down on your knees! Man,
0: man, down on
5: your knees!
1: As people scatter all around me, I reach out for the nearest headphones. Maybe I'll hear Charlie before I die.
5: Judas!
4: Agent Judith Benedict, are you here?
2: Judith Benedict? Art?
4: Shit. We need medical here.
1: I hold one headphone up to my ear. Come on! It's not Charlie, I hear.
4: How? How is this possible? Because, Sasha, I work with a really smart lady who can mirror any piece of tech you put in her hand. Looks like the jammer worked, Octavia. Summer Smackdown tickets are on me. How's
5: Ross? I don't know. You don't know?
1: Medics are lifting me onto a stretcher. I keep the headphones against my ear.
5: But I tracked her signal. You were three hours away. No, sorry. That wasn't
4: me. That was her. Hi, Sasha. I'm loving New Jersey. My very own digital twin. Digital Bryn. Love how that works out. And right now she's accessing life after... From an SUV near Monmouth. Great thing about life after technology, you don't actually have to be dead to use it.
1: All around me, agents are leading the family away in handcuffs.
5: Ross, these people, these are your brothers and sisters. Does
4: one of those brothers and sisters? Get me anything I can use. I'll be seeing you in Idaho.
5: I thought you, Ross, of all people, would understand them.
1: I let the headphones drop to the floor as they carry me out.
5: No, sir. no I will
1: Past one handcuffed mourner after another.
5: We gotta go
1: and then I see him. Wait, wait. You're fine, we you. Gotcha. No, wait. I have to We're gonna take good care of that. That man. Come on, come on, get the open. but the lights are going out now they're leading the man into one of the police vans with the others then he's gone and I am too Bryn has me clean up my desk on the Saturday so I won't see anyone
2: not that one sir But... I was wondering when you'd show up.
1: Jesus, Octavia, you're allowed to have a weekend.
2: Brynn told me to be here. Can you give us a minute, please? Ma'am? Please.
1: I'll be right over here.
2: Thank you. I set up your thing. She wants me to show you how to use it. My thing? Like, from your deal. Like, the deal you made with her. Oh, my God. You forgot? She thought you'd be, like, banging down the door for it.
1: And it exists? It's ready?
2: Yeah, right now. What?
1: So I heard Bryn got her warrant.
2: Like, a million times over. That server farm is so raided.
1: Judith Benedict?
2: Nothing. I feel bad for Dash.
1: And life after?
2: Very shut down. The voice tree version, at least. What does that mean? Like, theoretically, she could be backed up somewhere.
1: That's terrible to know. But
2: even if she is, she can't access Voice Tree. She has no way to talk to anyone.
1: That works, I guess.
2: What? What is it?
1: Remember how you told me that day that Zoe would have put you in a headlock to make you understand?
2: You know you made the right call, don't you?
1: No. I don't know that. I might have just helped a bunch of authoritarians take people's last comfort away from them.
2: Then why did you do it?
1: Because you were right. New things do happen to people. Look at me. How could I not give them the same chance I had? So I just want to say, thanks for the headlock.
2: Like any (laughs) time.
1: So it's ready?
2: It's ready. I guess my only question is, do you definitely want it? Ross? Hello Charlie. Where are we?
1: But you don't recognize
3: it? These streets I don't. Actually lots of stuff feels different. Different how? I can feel that the whole world around me is gone.
1: The life after network.
3: But I'm still here.
1: Yeah. I cut a deal. With Bryn Cutler. What deal? You sent me to prison? i lose Charlie. You take down life after, I lose Charlie. You actually have nothing to offer me.
4: I might have something.
1: If I helped take down life after, I'd get to keep it. Keep it? Well, minus the online access and the other 30,000 simulated voices. Just the basic software. And you, of course.
3: And the FBI was cool with that?
1: I was a valuable source. You can ask for a lot when you're valuable. I mean, look at Charlie. At Charlie? Sorry, other Charlie.
3: What about her?
1: Well, I mean, Life After wouldn't have known she was valuable at first. Or at least not exceptionally valuable. It still would have valued Charlie, just like any other grieving person. Of course. But she wouldn't have seemed exceptionally valuable until the FBI started poking around last year. How do you mean? Well, you gotta figure, that's when Life After would have been asking itself. Do I have anyone in the FBI? And if not, do I have anyone close to anyone in the FBI? Which is when it would have remembered Charlie's voice post that nearly cost me my job.
3: Are you seriously still mad about that?
1: Oh my god, total opposite. I wish they'd fired me on the spot. Then Sasha would have never talked to Charlie in the first place. Wait, what? See, my guess is Charlie was probably in the middle of recording a voice post when Sasha came on her earbuds and said something like, The sister of yours, this Avery, is there a video? because I can't rebuild her from that yet. But if you give me time, if you protect me from your husband and the people he works with, a day will come when I can give Avery back to you. Wait. Which is probably when Charlie came to me and said I should transfer to the social media unit. Charlie thought the social media division would be cool. Like, something we could talk about since she's so into social media herself.
3: Hold on, go back for a second. You're saying-
1: Have you noticed that you haven't glitched in a really long time? See, that kept me on the hook long after I might have bailed. Pulled an Orpheus NYC, tried to walk away, which would have been a disaster for life after, because I was the only one who could tell it what its enemies were doing, how close they were to ruining everything it had worked for. So keeping me hooked, making sure I fell so deep in love with you that I'd do anything to keep you, that was crucial. There was no margin for glitching. You had to be perfect.
2: Well... Weird compliments are still compliments, I guess.
1: And like Octavia said...
2: It's a lot easier to make a twin when you can model it off the original. Can I say that this conversation is starting to weird me out?
1: Which would have made Charlie like me, I guess. Valuable. And you can ask for a lot when you're valuable. I wonder how far it got. What? Life after? On the Avery voice simulation before Bryn shut it down? I mean, it had the videotapes to work with. Sent its people to steal them right out of the Charlie closet.
3: Okay, Ross, where exactly are we right now?
1: Good point. I should check the address. I haven't been here in a while.
3: Been where? Uh, One more block. What's one more block?
1: The hilarious part is I'm still talking like I'm this brilliant sleuth. When the fact is that all of this would have sailed over my head if that man hadn't been there.
3: What man?
1: The man at the warehouse. Wait, wait. You're fine. We got gotcha. No, wait. I have to. We're going to take good care of that, that man. I have to talk to him. Clock, lock, get the door closed. When you die in a car crash, as bad as the one my wife died in, they have to bring in a um, a doctor or a dentist to match the remains to dental records on file. Jesus. The dental expert, the one who confirmed it was Charlie's body in that car, he was in that warehouse, waiting for the transfer with all the rest of them. What does that mean? What do you think it means? I mean, imagine the brilliance, the patience, the long game. Life after stayed so low-profile for so long, gave Brinner people nothing they could act on. And then, when the first transfer was about to happen... When it had its location and enough volunteers, it activated its two assets. The source closest to its enemy and the one person in the world that source would do anything for. Which made her pretty damn valuable. And you can ask a lot when you're valuable. You can even pick out your own hideaway. One life after would gladly buy with its stolen money. Yeah, this hideaway. 4416 Harold Street, Staten Island. Can you see it? Charlie's mom sold it after she died. I never knew who the buyer was, but I'm guessing now it was a dummy company that closed right after the sale. And holy shit, <laughs> look, she kept the koi pond. Ross, Ross, listen. It's weird how sunny it is, Charlie. It doesn't match the wrong weather for the terrible thing I'm about to do.
3: What terrible thing?
1: Actually, two terrible things. First, I'm here to pull Charlie back into the world she couldn't live in. That's a terrible thing, but I'm doing it anyway. Why? Because that wasn't Judith Benedict in the mask at the gathering. I don't know if they killed her or turned her, but I'm betting Agent Benedict died in Charlie's car and is buried under Charlie's headstone right now. It was Charlie in that mask. She came to that gathering to see me. And I have to believe that means something.
3: And the second terrible thing?
1: You know what the second terrible thing is? Oh, God. What? In the window. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Does she see us?
3: I want to go. I want to go away from here right now. She
1: does. She sees us.
3: Can we go? Can we please just go? Ross, what are you doing?
1: I'm texting Octavia Telling her I changed my mind Telling her to deactivate that final piece of life after Forever No,
3: Ross, no, don't
1: I'm sorry If I had known, I never would have made that deal
3: Ross, please, I don't want to die But you
1: won't That's what I brought you here for, to show you Everything that's you will stay alive
3: But I'm not her I'm not her and I can still die
1: I can see her through the window in the front door
3: You said I was better, right? That I haven't glitched? That I'm getting better? I'll keep getting better, Ross. She won't, but I will.
1: Do you think she'll open it?
3: She's the one who left. I'm the one who came back. Why her and not me?
1: Because maybe I'm not the same husband she left behind. Maybe I'm not hiding in my room anymore. Maybe I'm ready to go toe-to-toe with her, whatever it takes, forever. Or maybe not. Either way, once I turn this phone off, I'm dropping it into the pond so it never turns back on.
3: Haven't I comforted you? You have. Isn't it easier with me?
1: It's not supposed to be easy. Please. I'm really, truly sorry. What will happen to me? Nobody knows.
3: Will I go to heaven?
1: Heaven's digital. You're already there. Goodbye, Charlie. Hi, Ross. What's the news, Charlie?
0: Life After is a GE Podcast Theatre production in partnership with the Panoply Network. It was written by Mac Rogers and directed by John Dryden, with episode five directed by Rachel Wolver. Sound design and mix was by Steve Bond, with music by Sasha Putnam. The part of Ross was played by Jacob Knoll, Charlie by Amanda Scott-Ellis, Bryn by Karen Pittman, Sasha by Audrey Lynn Weston, Octavia by Don McGee, Shannon by Marsha Dietlin, Dash by Carson Elrod, McLeod by David Zayas, Paul by John Rothman, Brian Vallad by A.J. Naidu, and Irene by Tina Chillip. Other parts were played by Ashley Atkinson, Jason Carvel, Miles Chapin, Lucy DeVito, Jim Ferris, Billy Eugene Jones, Kevin O'Donnell, Eleanor Pienta, Lori Prince and Karen Ziemba. Life After was developed with BBDO and Giant Spoon. The executive producer was John Dryden. The producer was Rachel Wolther Andy Bowers is the chief content officer of Panoply. Casting was by Janet Foster. Additional music was by John Owen. The assistant editor was Sarah Barrett. Additional sound design was by James Morgan. The assistant director was Mark Lucanbill. Props by Emma Zbiril Teller. The casting assistant was Kim Mareffi. Production assistants were Katia Rosenthal, Daniel Bin and Gemma Massett. Special thanks to Michael Amet, Marissa Amendolia, Joanna Arnau, Matthew Bennett, Sarah Bentley, Corbin Brown, Catherine Brown, Danny Burke, Blair Busby, Lindsay Cash, Alexa Kristen, Yin Chung, Laura Correnti. Zandi Fretz, Noor Gill, Andy Goldberg, Trevor Guthrie, Brittany Hall, Brandon Harris, Aaron Hausworth, Liz Jacobs, Dan Coys, Carl Kranz, Emily Mulholland, Josh Parshauer, Ben Quinn, Mike Stantor, Levi Slavin, Seth Stevenson, Michael Tong, Luna and Nova Tricola, Matt Turk, Daniel Wright, Stephen Yang. All rights reserved.
4: Hey folks, it's Dan Casey from Nerdist, and guess what, you can now watch
1: brand new episodes of Nerdist News as a video podcast. From in-depth breakdowns of the MCU, to Star Wars Easter eggs that you might have missed, to theories about your favorite movies, TV shows, video games, and so much more, we've got you covered. Watch now for free on Spotify.